Welcome back to another episode of the One Everybody Podcast. Time to rise and grind, as we say. No, we don't, yeah, cuck. It's been a few weeks, but we're ready to start a new season. That's right, can you believe it? Ryan and Johnny haven't killed each other just yet. On today's episode, we welcome back Stephen Jackson. He's going to sit in and give us another perspective from the United Kingdom. We're going to chat about chatting, chat about talking, and just have a chat. So sit back, grab a Dr. Pepper, a vaporizer, and a cup of joe, and enjoy the show. Now with no further ado, Ryan and Johnny. And Stephen... Welcome back, my man. Welcome back Welcome to the back. States. Welcome back to the States. Welcome back to the show. Season three. Welcome back to the show. Maybe we took a little time off. Maybe I should talk to the microphone, yeah? Microphone Yeah, talkage? talking to the microphone. Yeah, we took some time off, but... I kind of enjoyed the little bit of downtime. Yeah, me too. You were on Something tour. I was that. definitely not. I was just sitting at home, you know. Yeah, it's all good. You know, did I send you the funniest picture last night? I don't think I sent it. Um, I was going to send it to the no. group, but it was the, it was for the show in Aberdeen, Scotland. Okay. And okay. it said, you know, it could have easily said featuring members of Bullets and Octane, considering that all three dudes came from Bullets and Octane. Instead, it said featuring members from Warmer Drive. Warmer yeah. <laughs> Drive. That's our uh, tribute band. That's it is the, it tribute, is the, tribute, the band. tribute band. Yeah. Warmer Drive and the uh, Gimme Gimme. <sighs> Yeah, hey, welcome back to the podcast, dude. Welcome back to the yes, podcast. Sir. I had a pet peeve this morning. Did you? Because I have a rant. I want to rant, rant about myself for being late. Okay. Always fucking being fucking late. I'm always fucking late. It kind of turns it, that, that kind of leads into my pet peeve. Because I got up, I got up this morning and it's like, got to do a podcast, had a little bit of time off, you know, but hey, here I am. Rise and grind. Rise and grind. That sounds it, like... It, uh, it, it, that saying annoys me so bad, dude. I, I never heard that saying. Talk to me. What if is this have, rising grind? Rising grind. I feel like it's a rising and banging. Rising grinding. No. Rising hump. Rising hump. <laughs> yeah. Rising hump day. Today is hump day. It's, it's like, a Wednesday. It's but, like YOLO. You only YOLO. live once. Get up there. Get at it. Get after it. It's like, I don't know, man. I understand that people just need to motivate themselves and that's all it is. But it, it annoys me. It does. It you ju- you just said YOLO, and you probably want yeah. to cut this out, but my roommate Ron's like kind of dating a girl named YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> Help me formulate my thoughts on this, dude. I don't want to be negative, and I want people to motivate themselves, but that annoys me. What is it? First, real quick. Hello, yeah. everybody. Welcome hey. back to the Whatever Buddy podcast. Season three, episode 51, technically, uh, but episode one of season three. It's our third okay. season, Harris. We've made it to Congratula- like 225. Uh, uh, Congratulations, uh, buddy. You know what we did? You know what we did? We rised and grinded. Rise and grind. Right? Yeah, however rise and you... Grind. I just don't even like the saying. It just sounds no, dirty. No, it's awful. Dirty yeah, in a weird no. way. You know, Well, like, you're turning it dirty. I'm, I'm just coming like from the straight up. Like it's I annoying. Want, I feel like I want to like grind on the seat, you know? Please don't. Please oh, don't. I just did. I just did. We're back. Welcome. Did you miss me? <laughs> I, I, well, as much as... Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll go with yeah. We'll go. With well, yeah. I, I I did talk to you a couple of times while I was gone. We did a, we did an episode while I was gone when I was in space. Sometimes it's good to take a little bit of space. No, it is. It is. I'm, I'm sure my bandmates are saying that about me right now. Probably. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> not probably. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. They're back, like, thank God back that to bastard's my, out of here. Hey, hey, 
Cat, back to my pet peeve. Help me formulate why that annoys me so much. Uh, okay. Why does it annoy you? Is it guilt? Maybe. Maybe a little bit of guilt. It's like, I understand people But you people work nonstop, to... dude. You're like nonstop. You right. get up, you working. Exactly. That's so why it annoys me. Because it's like, I, people just need to motivate themselves. I get that. It's okay. That's the cool part. But whenever it's like, man, I never, I never take a day off. No days off. All that crap. It's like, you're lying. Well, listen. You know what? We have a we have a we have a treat for everybody today. I want you to save that thought because I want to bring somebody else ah, in here. You're not going to help me with this, are you? You're not. Gonna no, help no, no, no. I'm I'm going to help you, but so is Stephen Jackson. Stephen Jackson oh. is back today, okay? And we're okay. going to have Stephen in here, and we're going to talk about this with Stephen because I want to get a perspective from somebody who does have a really yeah. good work ethic, such as himself. Yeah. And yourself and myself, yeah. I'd like to consider Thank I have you. a work good good work ethic. Maybe that's why it annoys me because I do, I do work hard. And then, and then when you have five minutes of downtime and you see somebody on Instagram, YOLO, rise and grow, no, no days off. Yeah, but it's yeah, like, like what? Dude. What, who'd I, you see doing that? I, I saw an article about Tom Cruise saying he never takes well, a day off. And it's like. That guy's full of shit. When you're a fucking movie star, you film for like three days and then fucking yeah. sit around watching everybody else film for like a hundred. So he's a fucking full of shit asshole. Him getting up by getting a cup of coffee and going to the fucking catering for breakfast is not rise yeah. and shine. I'm working. It's rise and rise shine. And I'm going to get up and fucking hang out with people yeah. while they all work. Like, I mean, come on, dude. Like, you can't even tell me. I don't even want to say this. It's going to piss off a whole fucking uh, industry. But you, you can't tell me. That Tom Cruise's work schedule, now granted, I'm not going to say him leaving his house and him flying, hold on, flying around buildings and going to wherever he needs to go to in the world and doing his own stunts isn't a hard job. It is. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, the guy who gets up and you know me and talking about the bank, the guy who gets up and goes to fucking Bank of America in the morning, that motherfucker's getting up and fucking grinding. That's That's grinding. grinding. That's grinding. Find me a construction worker that brags about taking no days off. See, we're getting somewhere. You'll hear, you'll you'll hear, you'll hear. They want a day off. you'll, You'll hear them say, I want a day off. They just don't get the day off. You know what I'm saying? And then when they do get their two days off in the week, it's never enough time. Why? Because their job fucking they're sucks. tired. Right. They're, they're out tired. They're out there Tom grinding. Cruise, that's a fucking grinding job. You getting up and reading your lines or going to jump on a mat to practice <laughs> your goddamn fucking stunts. That ain't no fucking work, bro. That's right, shit people right. do for fun. You're lucky you get paid for it, <laughs> motherfucker. It's a boring. It's a boring point that I brought. I'm sorry. You well, only- it's a boring point. You got me all riled the fuck up, though. Yeah. You only YOLO once. Yellow ones. I actually uh, washed my hair for the first time in a couple of weeks. Looks good. Yesterday. Looks good. Uh, I had a. I'm late this morning because I had a shower again. I pulled a hair. Shower at night. Shower in the morning. And when I do my hair, because I do the treatment, you know, my hair treatments. Uh, when I when I do my hair treatment, it's really crazy in the morning. So I have to mellow it out and put in the fucking yeah. product. I've been I've been using product in it, and it looks good. Looks good. Can I just assume any time that you are actually on time, that's a result of you not taking a shower? I mean, you could assume that, but that's probably um, not the case because usually I'm hmm. never on time. I'm never on time. I ever. It's not true. No? I uh, mean, it's more often than not, but you're, you're on time sometimes. <laughs> you were very much not on time today. That's okay, though. No. Whatever. Two weeks, hey, Apple, no, I don't want to update my phone in the middle of my podcast. Sorry. Why aren't you in airplane mode? <laughs> I am in oh, airplane what? mode. How does the hell does Apple get through in airplane mode? Because it's See, a hard they got drive the shit thing. They got yeah, it's a hard drive. Rigged. Dude, they're so, you know what? Apple. Suck it. Rise and grind. I don't know if I told you this, but 
uh, moron over here left his in-ear yeah. monitors in, in Berlada, Spain. Okay. I didn't figure this out until I got to the UK, and I went to go set up for the gig, and I was yeah. like, where are my in-ear monitors? And I had, dude... I had a complete panic. Those things are fucking expensive. Yeah. You know, they're cus- they're custom spend money on them. They're also, they're <laughs> nice. It's like something that you want to use. Yeah, like that, that, that's a, a very expensive, custom molded to my ears only, four drivers in each ear. It's fucking great, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I go to set up and I'm like, oh my God. And I, I completely panic. I'm like looking yeah. everywhere. I'm looking in the, in the RV on the ground because my as, computer had dropped that day again. And it was in the same I. bag. Right, I freaked out. So lucky enough, after calling the Spain airport, which let me just tell you the fucking job they did on fucking Zach and I at the Madrid airport. For whatever reason, they had it out for me and Zach. Nobody else had to take their shoes off. I did. Nobody else had to rip their shit out. I did. Not only rip my shit out, every cable had to be in a separate (sighs) box. A separate fucking box. But the kicker was they wouldn't let us check in for the airplane. So like we were in one terminal. Had to fly over to yeah. another terminal. They literally, I've never had Buddy. this happen where, like, I walked on the plane and they shut the door. Buddy, I have a feeling that traveling the world as an American these days is a little different than it was a couple of years ago. I never First of all, that. let me do a better job of, of talking to my friend. You just got home from tour. Yeah. And let's do a little bit of a summary. So okay. you had trouble, you had trouble at the Spain airport. But they sent you your in-ears back. Right? They, they didn't have my in-ears. They weren't there. No. How'd you track no, them down? I went through every fucking thing I possibly could. I, I called mm-hmm. the airport because I thought they might have gotten lost in the whole shuffle of ripping everything out yeah. of my bag. And I was fucking pissed that morning. I was not a happy camper. Um, yeah. Called the last hotel in Madrid that we stayed the night before we went to the airport. Um, and then I called the last show that we played and they found them at the last show we played. That's amazing. I must have just left. I, yeah, yeah. I must have just left them on the stage because I remember specifically packing up and having all my stuff very neat and orderly, waiting yeah. to be loaded. And I, um, I must have just forgot to put it in my bag. You know, because because you know? that that is the first tour that you've taken those in years, right? Second, second. So it's like a, it's a new thing. It's not something that is in your like memory of like put that here every time you know yeah i i would say the problem might have been that by the time i went to go break down and pack it all up i i was intoxicated was, <laughs> well we got to the assessment. root of that problem i mean that's probably what happened but i got dude the good news is i got a fucking text from felipe today with a thing that had the shipping label they're on their way to my house from well, that's good that's good. Thank somebody did God. it. Somebody did you a solid service. You should put. I you was already pay that yeah, forward. Yeah. Pay that well, forward. Well, I I text the guy because he didn't want the because it cost him seventeen euros to ship him, and I was gonna pay him. He didn't want the money, so I I texted him I'm like, listen, wow. hopefully we're back in November, and when I come back, I buy you a drink or five. You got to do something that. nice for that dude. That's like a yeah. that's a solid that's a solid solid. Favor he, saved service. Me, he saved me 1200 bucks i mean let's call yeah. it what it is yeah <laughs> like, he just saved me a no dude i think yeah traveling traveling is is different these days uh, i think foreign airports look at americans differently because here's my basis for this you're talking about well real quick is Stephen here because this would be a great guy to have somebody from another country in yeah. part of this conversation let's bring him on yeah let's, let's 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 say hello to him Steven Jackson was our guest on episode number two of the What Everybody podcast in season one. Yep. Hello, My Steven. Man. Hello, Wait. Steven. 
How's that? Is that better? Oh, oh, oh yeah. there, there's yeah. that. There's yeah, that smooth. There's, there, there's that there. smooth bottom end voice. I like it. <laughs> smooth operator. I, we're I coming recognize in, the, we're coming the, in the thing hot today, you. Stephen. Johnny, yeah, Johnny's hot. jet lagged yet not tired. I don't really know what that means. We're talking about international travel. And my question, yep. since you're in uh, the UK, my question is: Do other countries look at America like uh, what the hell's going on? y'all these days kind of the last couple of days with everything that's gone on like yeah. tech oh like jesus that. fuck it yeah. don't even get me fucking started on that motherfucking shit yep. show of a yeah. fucking big because johnny big had johnny had a problem at the airport at the at, in spain and it made me think of the last time that i flew through germany they put a yellow sticker on my passport so i that's went through customs thing. i went through customs yeah. Once. And then when I got through customs, they put a yellow sticker on it, which directed me to this secondary customs. And I asked the lady, I was like, why, why do I have to go through customs twice? And she wasn't being a smart ass. She was being like respectful and nice, but she was answering my question. She says, well, if you put up walls, other countries are going to do that to you. Right. Wow. I was like, oh, all right. Well, there's that, you know. I left Heathrow again the other day. And for the fourth time in a row at Heathrow. I'm, I'm walking through the jetway and I get to the guy who's looking at my ticket in the jetway and they're yeah. like, go see those people over there. And then they fucking rip my shit apart again. And I asked it again. Sounds I like said, the same thing. And I said to him, I said, if you guys don't mind me asking when you get done testing me for bombs, drugs, whatever it is you're fucking testing me for. Why would you say they had that? had me take my shoes. Well, well, I didn't say that, but like, that's what I was, I, I did say <laughs> when they got done testing me for all that. Cause they, dude, they made me take off my shoes. They're swiping my yeah. hands. They're swiping my feet. They're swiping everything. Yeah. They're going through my bags. Yeah. Um, I feel sorry they went through my bags because my they opened up that fucking uh, my my bag and it's like fucking a month worth of dirty tour laundry. I'm sure it didn't smell yeah. so fucking fresh when they opened that fucker up. But I said, what's the deal with that? I go, why is it every time I leave Heathrow, the only airport in the world, and we're you know we're in a lot of airports, why is it every time I leave Heathrow they're up my ass? And they said it ha it has something to do with something that happened on our end. Which leads me to believe that one time that I flew on, on, on your end, on your end personally, or on our end, like uh, being American, uh, like United America on, on the United States side. Yeah. That one time that I was flying out on a Warner Drive tour and I was on Norwegian Airlines and they pulled this shit where they just had for some random reason these these TSA dudes like uh, Border Patrol at the gate. Yeah. They pulled me aside and they found four Xanax in my bag. Four Xanax that I had for the flights that didn't belong to me. Like, I didn't have a prescription for them, but I just had somebody yeah. who was nice enough to give me four Xanax. The guy was up my ass. He must have put me on some kind of fucking list. Oh, me. does that exist? Like, you're on a list and you don't even realize it? Because that's a dumb thing. Some, kind of, some kind of list that every time I leave London, their job is to harass my asshole as much as they can. You got to stop it, talking it, about your asshole, man. Well, it was, you know, it puckers. Every time I see him, it makes me nervous. You know what I mean? All right. Hey, Stephen, what's up, buddy? It's, we're hey, doing Steve. a bad job of being uh, good hosts. How's it going, man? Good. Very good. Very good. I'm just getting over the lack of Mercury rights in, in the UK right now. <laughs> you know, you're, you're going through Johnny U withdrawal. <laughs> yeah. Like three weeks in a row, like nonstop, and then all of a sudden yeah. they're gone. It's like, yeah. oh, no. Well, I do want to ask Stephen, get back to the original question. Yeah. Yeah, Stephen. Stephen, we have a new we have a new format here that on, on the podcast. We 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 don't just bring people on to interview them. We bring them on to like talk about the shit we're going to talk about it because it's cool to get an outside perspective. You've already been on the show, so we already know uh, all all about you. But we're, we'll probably touch base with what's going on musically, you know, and all that other stuff. But yeah. back to what what Harris was saying about uh, the per perception of America. Now you said this week 
you know, after this week. So what what is the perception of America? I mean, you had you had the Donald Trump years, which I remember just from touring during that. Like, no lie, everywhere I went, people would be like, so what do you think of Donald Trump? There was that period. Then we have the period now where nobody on the one side of our uh, of the of the the spectrum believe that the president's really the president even though they know that he's the president but they're playing this weird fucking game and then you got people just killing people constantly with fucking guns because we're the only fucking country in the world that just says hey yeah listen you got a pulse go buy a gun it's fucking insane with that being said what is the perception of our country elsewhere i think i think it's just when these sort of things happen the amount of coverage it gets in the press um but then you kind of get all the sides kind of coming on saying, and and in the UK, it's kind of, we had a, a school shooting in the early 90s, late 80s, something like that, up in Dunblane in Scotland. Um, it was a, a primary school in, in Scotland. And basically what happened the other day in America happened over there. And they brought in new new rules and laws to stop. Well, they, changed, they changed the laws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And since then, we've had no school shootings. Imagine that. Yeah. The two things kind of marry up quite well. If you, yeah. if you stop, if you change the laws and less people have access to guns, yeah, there's still going to be some people getting shot with guns because there's still people. What with was guns. the access to guns? What did it used to be like in England? I'm not sure because it was a long, long time ago. It was, yeah, it was like I can't remember if it was like mid '80s or early. Can 90s. you get a gun now in England? Is that a possibility? Like if you, if Stephen Jackson wanted a gun, could you go grab one? Not really. I'd have to apply for a license. I'd have to give a reason why I want one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the process would just be pretty crazy. Didn't the same thing happen in Australia where they had like a really bad shooting and like the next day they like fucking that was it. Guns are banned. In not, the not sure about Australia, to be honest. But yeah, just every time, you, every time it comes up, all the, the different data comes up of how many shoot. Like I think there was like 200 plus mass shootings in the US since January and 26 or 27 in schools. Yeah, and like right. when that comes on the news, it's kind of like, well, why don't they just get rid of the guns? The, well, the, the thing that is like confusing is that 90% of Americans are okay with that, with the restrictions and want that yeah. application process and this and that. But yeah, there's like minority making the decision difficult. It's like, I, I don't know. Well, it's the same I'm people, not- the same minority that don't want to change the gun rules are the same people that want to outlaw abortion. So if they're pro-life, yeah. where, do, where does the line get drawn there? Because they're pro-life <laughs> enough to have babies and make sure the babies come out, but they're not pro-life enough to save the babies that have already been born, right? It's such a double By standard. By changing the gun law. It's, it's a fucking crazy line, double yeah. standard. Like it's, and I don't mean to get so serious on everybody, but this is a serious fucking topic, and it's, yeah. it's disturbing. 17 children died. They went to fucking school, elementary school, and they died because some guy who bought a gun two days prior, two days prior to the shooting, he buys these guns and he goes, 18 year old kid just walks into a store, buys two guns in Texas and goes yeah. and fucking kills 17 kids. Like that's yeah. insane. Last well, week- I'll tell you this. If I'm a young kid going through a tough time and I'm having those types of thoughts and I see that it's plastered all over the news. The dude from the Boston, they put him on the Boston bomber, dude. They put him on the cover of Rolling Stone. Stop that giving it so much. You're, you're glorifying don't give it publicity. It. Not glorifying. It's like whenever uh, we love streakers. We love yeah, talking about streakers at sporting yeah. events. You know what they yeah. you know what they do? The first thing whenever a streaker goes on the field, they cut the camera. Camera goes elsewhere. The field. 
So yeah. they don't show the streaker. So it discourages people from streaking. Why you give them all this news coverage? Well, they should they should put streakers on the cover. They, they, well, they like, should I've, put streakers on on the cover of Rolling Stone because in all reality, I've said that know, one time. It's like just just don't even mention the name. Yeah, it's like, yeah. because otherwise they they feel like their name goes down in in history of this guy who did this thing and and it does his name is remembered more than the people who were, were killed. I heard this story one time about a guy who uh, a normal dude. And all of a sudden, one day he starts having these like murder thoughts. Like he wants to, he has like desires to kill somebody. So he goes to a doctor. He's like, I've never experienced this before. I don't know why, but like I have these violent thoughts. I want to kill somebody. And then the doctor's like, well, I, you know, didn't have anything to say about that. So it turns out the guy ended up killing somebody and they he did medical him. test. They did medical test on his brain afterwards and he had a brain tumor and the brain tumor was pushing on the part of your brain that is like violent. Right. And it led to that. So uh, whatever that means, it's like maybe some of these people. Are Did just, that help with his prison sentence? Because uh, think about I, what you're saying. He, he went to the yeah. doctor. He told him he was having these thoughts. Doctor did yeah. no testing on him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he's like, I told him. He would have to, you know, right? I mean, I got a fucking tumor in my head pushing on the, the death button. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's as close to <laughs> like, that's as close oh, I as dread. I can think of is like not your fault that you murdered somebody. In circumstances, yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is what touring anyway. does. It makes dreadlocks rip that right <laughs> open. Oh, blame the jet lag, bro. That's not jet lag. I blame the non-showering for dude. Like you don't understand, Harris. You want to talk about not showering? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you shower. How many times do you shower while you're over there? Well, while Seriously. I was in Spain, Le- when, legit while question. I was in Spain, legit question. While in Spain, every day because we had hotel rooms every day. Okay. While in the UK, twice. No, there was a third time in two weeks. <laughs> Three times in two weeks. It's not enough, but the first bro. time, dude. Listen, I okay. So I showered, I four times because when we first got to the UK, we went to Stephen's place. I showered at Stephen's place. Thank you for your then, service, Stephen. Thanks. Yep. Then when then the tour started in England, and we were in Aberdeen. And after the show in Aberdeen, there was a uh, shower. They had a loft. We couldn't stay in it because we had an eight-hour drive to the next gig. So we we just left that night. But I took a shower there. That was on a Friday. I showered, so I played Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night, and Tuesday night. After Tuesday night's gig, I took a shower. So I did five, five, five gigs before I took a shower. And then, the if anybody well. is not well, seeing well, you know Johnny what? play drums, this isn't this isn't just like five days without showering. This is five gigs without showering. Johnny, after one gig, it's is like gross. snotty and sweaty. It's just sweaty gross. It's, it's pretty fucking gross. Um, and I, and I, so yeah, three times. Cause then the next time I showered, so then I, that was Tuesday. Then I played Wednesday night. I played Thursday night. I played Friday night. We had off Saturday and then I played Sunday. And before the gig on Sunday, I took a shower. So I played another three gigs and a day <laughs> off before taking a shower. And then I, uh, decided that I just wait till I got home to shower. And so then I didn't shower until I got back to LA. So question, show. Johnny, you're, <coughs> it's not. A shocking revelation that you went a long time without showering. You're disgusting, but you're not really stinky. Were you stinky? No. no I <laughs> How's don't, that happen? I, yeah. You have a I bionic gene. You're gross, but you don't smell. <laughs> it takes a good five or six days of not showering before I'll even smell it under my pits. I carry really? it. Body odor. Yeah, yeah. It's really all the smells of my balls. That's where it really sits. And it's <laughs> Were <worse>. you deodorizing? <laughs> but my, my, like putting deodorant on? 
Yeah, like deodorant, ball powder. I don't know. Things uh, no, that, no, things that help in the absence of a no. shower. Shower I, I, in You know, I never thought yeah. to even put deodorant on. I only think to put deodorant on after I take a shower. So, I, you know, no, I huh. didn't put any deodorant on. And I didn't put anything really? on my nuts either. Well, it's not like I'm out there hooking up with chicks or anything. It's like, so it's not like a problem. You know, it's like, I don't care. Uh, the guys well, think I smell. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I, but my mind, my, my point is that that's what you feel like. Like it's, it's a gross feeling. The gross feeling for me is like, okay, so like I would lay in my bunk and I'd go like this and I'd feel my arm stick to my, my chest. That, that was <laughs> yeah. the part that I didn't like so much. It's like, ugh, I'm sticky. Where'd you guys see each other? Were you playing together or did you just meet up or what? It's not even a bunch. Yeah. Well, I was out in in Ibiza. So while they were out over there for a few mm-hmm. days, so I saw them play out there once. Um, and then the next time I saw them was here at my, my place. Yeah. Were you in Ibiza to play or were you there just because you wanted to go to the festival? Pretty much just for the festival, for the sun, that's cool. the beer, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the beer. music. So yeah. it's like, why not? Yeah, that's cool. And, and there was a lot of like, people I haven't seen for a little while as well, so it was a good place just to yeah, that's catch cool. up and hang out. So what's going on with you, man? So uh, Chris, how's he doing? He's doing all right. He's getting better. Um, spoke to Kathy yesterday, I think it was. Um, so I was out in France before I went to Ibiza, just so yeah. you, you know, Ryan. Um, so I went over... And he's finished his treatment now. He's had 33 rounds of chemo. No, th- wow. 33 rounds of radiation. Two Chris rounds Holmes. of chemo. Um, 33 rounds of radiation. What the heck does that consist of? So you basically have to lie on a bed with a, a kind of got a, a mask. Sort of a mask out. Yeah. So he's kind of like lying on. He's got this mask over his face. It's kind of like strapped down to the, to the machine just so then he can't physically move while it's happening. So then it hits the right spot every time. What type of cancer does he have? It's throat and tonsil. I think it's classed as. Um, yeah. So it's like all of all of his neck is Yeesh. is being burnt from there. To be honest. Um, I wonder if you get claustrophobic when they put you in that thing. Like I, I'm like a they probably give guy. you they probably give you stuff to calm you down. Like they said, like, they said at first it was kind of weird, um, but then you just kind of when you're doing 33 sessions of it, by the end of it, it's just kind of a bit bit normal it was in quite good spirits actually when i was over there it was good good um it was, it was nice to see him i hadn't seen him since back end of last year when he was over in the uk when you saw him in the uk at that point did he know he he might have been sick no i don't think so um it, we were just kind of it was like the first shows we were doing after covid really so it was kind of everyone was tired a bit lethargic and it was it was hard going but i don't think i don't think you necessarily thought there was anything particularly wrong. It wasn't until like later on in the year he started struggling to swallow. So yeah, just just kind of thought I better go and check it out because it doesn't seem right. But yeah, he's he's in quite good spirits. He's sat. He's got to the point. He's he's lost quite a bit of weight, but I think he's starting to head in the right direction with that now. Is he starting yeah. to like eat solid food, or is he still on a? No, he's diet? still he's still got a feeding tube. Um, Oof. but he's up to I think it's like. 3,000 calories is intake now. That's a lot. 2,000. So it's, they're kind of trying to boost him back up now. So, yeah. Um, what do they What do they got, put through the feeding tube? Is it like, can he be like, I want some spaghetti and meat sauce, maybe with a yeah. side of steak? It's not quite. How does that quite. work? Yeah. yeah. So he's got, basically, got, when I was there, he, was, he had two cartons. One was 
well, they were both like 500 milliliters mm-hmm. of these cartons, and that's hooked up to a little machine which kind of like pumps it through slowly. It was like eight hours to pump through all the the liquid yeah. in there up through the the tubes. So it's quite a long eight hours process. straight. So like to eat, yeah. it's, it's an eight hour process, but that's for the whole day. Like he doesn't have to eat anymore. Yeah, yeah. So he was he was on that. And he had this little trolley they had to take around everywhere. But then when I was there, they kind of gave him a backpack that he could fit everything, like the two two cartons in and then the, the machine itself. And so that was kind of like hooked into a backpack and then the feeding tube up, up into his nose. Does he go out and about or is he kind of just stay at the house? He hadn't been. He'd only been doing the, the run to the hospital and then and then back home pretty much. But hopefully, hopefully in the next few weeks, he might be able to get rid of the, the feeding tube and actually start so eating. I- I saw that an announcement yesterday that there's a guitar player going on tour with you guys in Canada. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it sounds like it, it, like, is he going to be able to tour like that? Yeah. Well, we've still got to, like, you find he's doing a, a scanning, I think the next one's July to see how the treatment's gone because it'll continue to work for the next couple of months. And then we've still got the plans to go there. So it's just going to be, see how it goes. And, See how his recovery is, and yeah, get some get some good news in July, and then get back at it. Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed. And he's, as yeah. I say, he's heading in the starting to head in the right direction now with with his his food consumption with the with the machine, and then hopefully yeah. he'll be back on to solid. I know he's I know he's looking forward to having a a nice juicy burger. Oh, I was going to ask you. I was about to ask you, and I, I thought hamburger, but is that what he wants? Like a burger? Yeah, he's like. That's what his mindset on. He's just like, I can't wait to get that, get that nice big burger. And yeah, when I was a kid, my dad broke his jaw, and he he went like from what a month or, or something like that, where it would just like drinking shakes and no solid food because he couldn't chew it, and that's definitely a thing. Yeah, how did he break yeah. his jaw? Playing football. Hmm. <laughs> Grown ass man got game. tackled. <laughs> what what about uh? Did what about his hair? Did he did he lose his hair? No, um, his hair's still there. He's he's had to shave for the um, for the mask and everything like that. So he's it was the first time I've ever seen him clean shaven. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had that. He Whoa. had that like down to his belt, down to his belt beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, how long had he been blue. growing that for? How how long was he growing? That? Years, years. Did he save it? No, I don't think so. Don't That's think a so. weird thing to say. But he's still got his, he's still I, got I his mask. Dude, I, I still have my dreadlocks in my closet from fucking like 2000. And have you? <laughs> yeah. Did that bum him out that he had to shave? At first, but then, but the thing is, he's kind of like, I know I need to do this for to get yeah. myself better. So right, said, right. Yeah. It, what does it matter? It's kind of. There's one thing we didn't talk about, Harris, that I'd like to talk to, to, to Steve about. Hired gun versus starting your own thing. Now, the, the debate that Ryan and I were having was me personally, when I moved to California and went to MI, I was moving here to learn how to be a hired gun. I had already been playing drums for 14 years when I went to MI. So my goal was to come to MI and try to figure out how do I become the guy who just gets work. Then I realized early on, right away, three weeks in, I'm like, I don't, I'm not down for that. A, I don't like the cutthroat bullshit of it all. B, the same five guys seem to get all the fucking work. And C... You're always looking for a fucking job. It's like, it's, it's a nonstop thing. You always have to find a job. So I always say, I'm going to live by the sword, die by the sword. 
and I'm going to always be part of my own thing. Now, it may or may not ever work out. If it all ended tomorrow, I've lived a dream. I've got to do a lot of things that most people who ever set out a band will never get to do, and I'm very, very grateful for that. But I'm not satisfied because I, I, I want to make my nest egg. That's, I really want to get my little nest egg. So my question Your to you, Stephen. My nut. So my question to you, Stephen, is, in that, that vein, the hired gun versus starting your own thing, what are your views? Because you have your own thing, and you're also a hired gun. Now, yeah. it also seems that, that your hired gun things become like you're like a member now. So that, that seems a bit different now than what yeah. it was. But and Currently, I'm, I'm getting a, a lot around the area I live, a lot of bands. If the drummer can't make it, they're just saying, any chance you can fill in? And I'm just like, if I can if I can do it, I will. And, and what I, do they pay I, you for something like that, if you don't mind me asking, out of curiosity? It's usually like 100 quid. Does that include so, rehearsals or is that just... Yeah, pretty much, yeah. 100, 100 quid per gig. And I'm just kind of like... It's keeping me playing. It's it's. I'm I'm playing new things. Kind of playing with different people. It's kind of giving me that experience of like playing different style of songs. Also getting your name out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and I've got I've got my own things that I've done for years, and so now it's kind of like cool. I can do different things and play with different people and play slightly different gigs, different styles of music. And so, what what would you prefer to happen? Like, what 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 is your thing? I'd prefer to have my own thing. I think playing your own music kind of something that you've built personally rather than somebody else's built and you're just kind of turning up kind of playing a couple of gigs and I'd rather have my own thing that I'm kind of in control of of, yeah in control of and and like I've kind of got a say in in a perfect ideal situation you get the gig that you want you know I get to play with Alice Cooper every night that would be amazing who wouldn't want to do that but the reality of that higher gun just lifestyle is that you don't always get the ideal gig so sometimes you're doing this because it's paying you for a month or whatever and you got to do that stuff i was telling ryan about it i had uh i have a really good friend his name's johnny and he plays in a bass in in a really famous band and before he was in this famous band he used to play with a lot of different different guys but they were all guys who were like you know Dudes, and this one specific one was George. They're Lynch. all guys that were dudes. Well, no, like, like they, they, you know, they're in the business. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like, they're like legit. Like you're getting paid gigs. And George Lynch had a, a project with uh, London, I believe was his name, and he was the singer from Brides of Destruction with Nikki Six at one point. And my buddy, he he got me the audition, and I never went because I I, I thought the music was fucking horrendous. Like I, I just thought it was the it was shit. And I didn't realize or understand the concept of like, you do that gig to get the next gig and you do yeah. the next gig to get the gig after that. And I, and I just, I just, I couldn't, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know what that says about me, but I, I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. I was just like, man, this. I'm like that too, and, dude, though. I, I understand. Cause like, but you know what? My I, buddy never gave me another fucking, never threw me another bone and I don't blame him. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> he put his name, you know, put his neck out for me and I didn't. I didn't follow through. Say what you want about it. Maybe maybe I'm not a rising grinder. I don't know, but I, I want to play. You need 25 hours, bro. 25 yeah, hours. I need more hours in the day because I, I just want to play music that I want to play with people that I want to play with. That's If that's slacker, then that's what I am. But well, You know, I, I talk about this with, uh, I've talked about this with Ryan in the past. When I first joined War, uh, Bullets and Octane, you know, I was still in Warner Drive, and Warner Drive's still a band whenever it is we play, but at the time that I joined Bullets, Warner Drive was still very much active. And it was quite an adjustment to go from touring with Warner Drive, which was like a family to me. Like, I'd been in a band with these guys for 10 years. We've traveled the world endlessly. And 
when I got on the road with Bullets and Octane, it was it was quite an adjustment because the personalities were just it wasn't the same family yeah. thing. It was just I wouldn't say I was a hired gun in Bullets. I was a full fledged member who did a lot of fucking work, but in a way, I came in and I had to learn somebody else's parts for you know. I mean, it was like like when I when I first met Chris, I was pretty much a hired gun touring with another band, and I think. The reason why I partly ended up playing with Chris was because I was just kind of myself. I wasn't, even the days when I felt shitty or kind of like annoyed, I just kind of take myself off, do my own little thing and kind of keep out of the way of the situation that was going on around me. And yeah, you, you can still be, you can still have those moments, but I think if you take yourself and remove yourself away from everybody else, and then you can gather your thoughts and everything like that. Yeah, you're always going to have bad days when you're on the road because it's tiring, it's long days, it's lots of travel. Um, for me, there was, I think I was the only person not to have a meltdown because we did 16 gigs in 17 days on that tour. That's and it insane. was just non Where did the day off come? Out of how many days did you do before the day off? The third day was the day off. Oh, Jesus. It was, like, even split it, up. <laughs> yeah. so it was like two days, day off, 14 yeah. straight. My yeah, God. Exactly. Yikes. Um, we, and so we it was just like, did eight straight, and I was like, I need a fucking day yeah. off. <laughs> and so it was, it was intense, and like there was situations going on, like with the band I was playing with. But it was kind of like because everyone was together that whole time, it was, it was, it was hard work. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it was kind of like I took myself away, kind of like when I needed to, kept away from the band yeah, I was playing with. You gotta be a, you gotta be a uh, think first, then speak type. You know, yeah, like exactly. Don't just yeah. blurt out whatever's. Yeah, yeah Johnny, you it's can't taken, do that. You can't. Well, no, do no. That. It's taken me years. I, I've gotten a lot better at that. I've gotten yeah. a lot better of that. I used to fucking get myself in a lot of shit because the, <laughs> somebody would say something, I'd instantly react via text, voice. All right, Ryan, some questions, buddy. Do yeah, some let's questions. Do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. All righty. Um, and and uh, Stephen, we're gonna include you in on all of these. So every question that uh, Ryan asked me or I ask Ryan. We're going to ask you to answer them as well. We're going to say, so, and Stephen? Right, right. So question number one. If you don't remember, Stephen, it's a, say the first thing that comes to your mind. And for anybody who hasn't listened to the first 50 episodes for some crazy reason, Go this get is caught a, up. you'll get caught up. And, and then for those who did listen to the other 50, this is a refresher course. Ryan Harris, if you could live anywhere else in the world, where is it? Go. Outside of America? Anywhere else in the world. Hmm. Could be America. That's part of the world. Uh, Los Angeles. And then if that's not the answer you're looking for, I would probably say just about anywhere in Scandinavia. And or Steve? Switzerland. Switzerland would be cool. You, you love yeah. Switzerland, man. So I'm Switzerland, baby. I love it. Yeah. And Steven? I would say probably California or somewhere in Germany. I love LA. I love California and Germany beer <laughs> sausages go. you love sausages, <laughs> sausages, you sausages yeah. anything. hey listen the, the california thing that's how i ended up in california i've always wanted perfect it's perfect it's perfect the weather doesn't ever get old johnny you okay uh you're a hired gun put yourself in the hired gun world and you're given your dream gig what's your dream gig well I have one dream gig that I always talk about, but it's only a summertime gig because okay. he only tours in the summertime, and that's Steve Miller Band. 
I would love to be the drummer for Steve Miller band. That would be the f- most fun fucking summertime gig. You're just fucking playing on all the outdoor yeah. places every night, just fucking playing uh, Jungle Love and all that other shit, dude. <laughs> fucking. Yeah. yeah. And Steven? And Steven? It's a tough one. I'm probably going to go something that I didn't think I would have said, but maybe Leonard Skinner. Every time I've seen them, they've just been so good and like the music's just so much fun it's amazing we both picked bands that like within the next five years probably will never be touring again no exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> if i had to pick a band though and it was a full-time gig like year-round like gig 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 i would say weezer did i remember being on tour with Warner drive in july of what year and i heard weezer was looking for a drummer and the same johnny that hooked me up with that gig i hit him up i'm like how do i get an audition to that weezer gig he and goes, go to the audition that I sent to you yeah. years ago and work <laughs> yeah, yeah, your way yeah, up. Yeah, 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 no, he, uh, Josh Freeze ended up doing it. It's like, all right, well, uh, there you go. Yeah. Nobody's wow. going to, yeah, 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 there you yeah. have it. <laughs> all right, I'm up. I'm up. Ryan Harris, have you ever used a bidet? The bidet. Oh, it's like the butt wash thing. It cleans your asshole. I don't, th- no, I they never really, have. They really like them. I, I know that they, Italy always had them everywhere and this was my first time to spain and every fucking bathroom in spain even in the clubs have a bidet it's a good yeah, idea like, though like, how do you but how because i've never used one properly? doesn't mean i think it's a bad idea i don't know, you just like and like, steven i'm gonna ask steven yeah as a kid i guess just because i didn't know Is that a thing? are they a thing in scotland or no 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 the, well, he, well he's in england yeah did we just grew up in scotland just, no just in north northwest england um but pretty oh, much bad. scotland it's, about 40 minutes away i used to have an italian girlfriend and when when i did go to visit her in italy i did use the bidet in the house and there was like a special towel for me and i still was there for like a week and i i i never explain. quite figured out how to please i never quite explain. figured out how to please well, you know like you can't like really ask anybody to come in and show you how to use it while you went to go use it you know it's kind of awkward now you had um, a special towel because clearly you made a mess with the bidet, no, no, right? no, that's what they do. It's like, no, no, like you're supposed to use like a towel. I don't give a shit about bidets anymore. Moving on. <laughs> okay, Ryan, I believe it's uh, my question or your question? It's my question, and it goes to you, Johnny. You, what were okay. uh, the COVID protocols? Because things have kind of loosened up a little bit, but you're on tour, you still had to fly internationally. Like, how, how are the protocols? The protocols were a lot easier. Uh, plane your choice if you want to wear the mask yeah. going to europe didn't need any COVID test as long did as did you I was need vaccinated. like a vaccination card or anything like that i needed to show it to get on the plane like in america you have to like do all this verify shit before you it's kind of a pain in the dick not gonna lie to you mm-hmm. what got me was on the way back though america still requires you to get a COVID test 24 hours before you come back yeah now if if nobody remembers last time i went to europe i got COVID. So when I went to go take this test, Stephen was nice enough to give to give us uh, some. <laughs> that was good. He <laughs> Stephen was nice enough to give us some uh, home test that we could test ourselves before we went to the airport and paid for tests. Because if our plan was, and I'd already talked to Stephen, if we were to test positive, instead of going and paying for the test that was going to come up positive, we would just change our tickets right away, and we were somewhere near steven so not probably not really but we were going to get dropped off at steven's place um that was our plan we we're going to go to steven's hey if i have covid effect- do you mind if i come over yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, like, just, just wait it out come on, come on over just yeah. 
Yeah, I know it's weird, but it's like he's, he's a pal. He, he said, "Yeah." I mean, yeah. would he have said no? Probably not. But I mean, we put him. You know, whatever. Yeah. It was nice. We didn't have COVID. I would have put them in the shed. Yeah, well, it's kind of like what they did at Bannermans. They locked us in, dude. We were not able to get out of Bannermans. We were able to open the door, but if that door shut, we were fucked. So uh, I would run down to get the Uber Eats guy, uh, and Zach would hold the door at the top for me to get back in. Um, but I had like severe PTSD. Like I was really concerned. Like I was like, oh God, I can't. Because like, if it never happened to you, you're like, whatever. I don't have COVID. I'll test it and be fine. But the fact that I had gotten stuck there already, just like the cause of that, dealing with the hassle before, you didn't want to relive it oh, again. Oh, dude, and, yeah. I was freaked out. Like I was like, God, I don't, I don't want. It's a horrible feeling to be stuck there. Like at first, I was like, oh, it's crazy. We got COVID. We're stuck here. And then after a couple of days, it turned into like, dude, we're fucking stuck here. And I keep testing positive. Am I ever going to go the fuck home? And when I finally mm -hmm. got on the airplane to go home last summer, it was a, a, a very amazing feeling and i mean a lot had happened i was going home to a funeral my buddy had passed but um this time when i got on the plane it was like almost surreal that i was like oh the test we're all passed they all we we passed the one the day before we went to the airport then went to the airport we passed that one yeah. got on the airplane and yeah so it, it, the covid protocols were easier for the most part but you still needed to get tested to but get still America. a pain in the ass so if there is anything in the world you would want to do, Ryan, other than being mm -hmm. in the entertainment industry, podcast, music, yeah. de or uh, graphic design, mm -hmm. what would it be? Oh, man. So I can't be, like, could I be a writer or anything, something like that? Nothing in the entertainment field. Writer, uh, acting, music, mm. podcasting, graphic design. It, I would own like something a, outside. I would, own, outside I would own like a car wash. I think, you know, it's just like big business, you know, fucking what's his name owns a car wash. The guy from Pennywise that Candace is friends with. Oh, cool. Uh, oh, dude, dude, you know, what? I would, I would get a, I would buy a Dunkin' Donuts. I would buy a Dunkin' Donuts and then I'd save money and then I'd buy another Dunkin' Donuts and then I'd save money and then I'd buy another Dunkin' Donuts. I don't and think I'd Dunkin' just, Donuts make you make a lot of money on Dunkin' Donuts. I'd buy a franchise where I could just sit at home and print Eat money. Well. Yeah. Eat it all. <laughs> yes. Yes. <And> Steven. <laughs> that sounds boring. You're basically asking a creative guy, what would you do if you didn't she have the option creative. to be creative? Well, no, if you yeah. had to work a normal job that was like, okay, you're not going to be in the arts. Okay. Like all of us sometimes have to do shit for money. Fine. But we have the arts and that's what we strive for. And that's what we do. And that's, you know, that's what we do. Like a normal everyday job. Is there, could you think of anything that would like be appealing to you? Like, like, oh, that's cool. It'd be quite cool to work in like demolition or something like that. Like, interesting. Oh, yeah. Taking down like, a stadium that's, and stuff like that and kind of like flat. That's leading, that's leading back to hitting stuff. You just, you just, some men just want to see the world burn, you know? Destruction. <laughs> yeah. well, that's funny. Destruction and annihilation. Just like, yeah. Ryan Harris, give me a serious answer. I thought I, I did give you a serious donut. answer, man. I want to own a, a Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts. Donuts. A Dunkin Donuts. Yeah. Is that so you can just eat as many chocolate frosted donuts as you can get your hands on? That's so I could sit back and print money. From Dunkin' Donuts. I think so. I don't know. In the world I've envisioned in my head, it sounds like you could be successful I, I, doing I want to answer my own question. I've never thought about this, but and I, I want to answer my own question. If I had had to work at like a normal job and that was going to be my life. It'd be a butt model. A question. That's entertainment, bro. That's entertainment. Show salesman. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. 
Anything I, I do, you know, anything I do is entertaining, dude. So you could be like, I, I think I, I, to be honest, I think I'd work, work in the stock market. Sounds and I boring. think I'd work in the stock market because I like, well, it's boring, but I like numbers. Yeah. I remember dates and shit. So I'm like recently have started like following, like I'll get on YouTube and watch this one fucking dude and just watch the stock market for the day. And I'll sit there and watch this wow. asshole for like eight hours, just going over charts. And like, I don't understand a fucking thing he's talking about, but I'm hoping that eventually it'll catch on because it's, it's fascinating. It really, it's a game. It's like one big casino, really. Yeah. And it's fucked up. It's, it's a whole nother fucking whole scandal there, but that's a whole different story. Ryan Harris, you're up, bud. Hey, question of the day, <laughs> question of the day. I just, you're a little bit jet lagged right now, but when that wears off, are you going to rise and grind? Absolutely, dude. Yeah. I only got yeah. 24 hours in the day, the same 24 that Kardashian yep. has. That bitch. Can't stop, won't know. stop. <laughs> Can't stop, won't <laughs> stop. Um, YOLO. Steven? YOLO. Steven. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. You're not going to? That's my man. I like, dude. We should, we should hang I'm out. Not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> he's, he's a rebellious, rebellious, rebellious. The days are too long. I like, I need less hours in the day. Yeah, 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 exactly, dude. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Stephen, thank you for joining us. And, um, it's been fun. That, that that was great. This is it's great to be back to the podcast. Been gone for like a month. We we did one for my visa. Yeah. Now we're back. I'm back in my normal s s setting and surrounding. I came back and my drum set's a disaster. I got to fucking put that thing back together the way it was meant to be. And uh, somebody lowered my drum stool. It looks like a fucking three year old is sitting in it. It's like basically like you sit down, you're like, like a foot off the ground. Right. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you something. I use backline uh, like so like every show, pretty much except for the three that I used your drum yeah. kit. I used a different drum set every night, and the one common denominator with all of them is, except for the one in Ibiza where they had the backrest, the drum stools were the worst. They were either fucking like wobbly, wouldn't go high enough, or it was when you got it to the right height, it was so high that the the post was out so much and just fucking shaking all the time. It was just hey, really wrap it up. bad on the back. <laughs> Well, okay. On that note, everybody, thank you for coming back to the What Everybody Podcast for season three. And uh, Stephen, thank you for joining us. Ryan Harris, thank you for joining us. You know hey. the drill: uh, like, subscribe, and report. Make sure you yeah. go to What Everybody by What Everybody dot com and and check out whatever it is you want to check out. And until next week, we will see you on the What Everybody Podcast. See you then. Thanks, Stephen. Good seeing you again, buddy. Yep. See you later. Good to see you. Cool. <laughs>